1: Hello, and welcome, everyone. I'm Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, where we share details and insight on the biggest celebrity stories of the week. Today, I'm joined by two proper Hollywood fangirls, beauty whisperer Gwen Flamberg.
2: Oh, yes, I am. Hello.
1: And frequent contributor to the Hallmark Christmas movie conspiracy Reddit, Sarah Huron.
0: I didn't know that existed, but I should get on that as soon as possible. Hello, Travis
1: hello yeah i think it shares you know upcoming secrets of the season who's gone silent on social media who's starring in them all of those type of you know conspiracies and subreddit things well today on this you know version of a subreddit we have a female celebrity's run to the white house a kardashian unphotoshopped gaffe a tense royal meeting an arrest a jail release a superstar's wedding, and an actor who's moved out of his mother's basement. Before we start, let's, you know, look at what made our hosts go whoa this week. A look at some of the most ridiculous stories coming out of Hollywood. Sarah, what made you go whoa this week? Wow, just Joey Lawrence, is that you? (laughs) Yes, he's actually our guest.
0: (laughs) I wish it was a couple years ago and my woe could be Joey Lawrence having to sell his clothes because he was bankrupt. But alas, we're going back even farther in time because holly madison and kendra wilkinson's feud is back in the news and that made me go whoa because i am obsessed with girls next door i read both of holly's memoirs i read kendra's memoirs i watched the spin-offs i have no idea why i have this weird unhealthy obsession with playboy but i just do apparently (laughs) and In case you missed it, Holly went on Call Her Daddy, the Barstool podcast, and kind of spoke about all the things she already talked about in her book. So, like, it wasn't crazy revelations, but just seeing Hugh and and Holly back in the news, I was just, like, so excited. And she clapped back at Kendra, who in Kendra's book said that she didn't have to sleep with Hugh before – or half before they – went into the mansion, that she didn't have to have sex with him before she started living there. And Holly was like, that is just not true. No one moved into the mansion without sleeping with Hugh Hefner. That is just a fact. So now Kendra is up in the comments being like, girl, it's 2021. Why are you talking about this? And it's just, it's so good. And I need them to reboot (laughs) Girls Next Door and make them live in a mansion and go on vacation together.
1: I think it might be a little problematic if they brought it back. I think people might have some things to say that they did not back then.
0: Totally. It's wild. Honestly, just reading these headlines like Holly Madison recalls sex life with with Hugh Hefner. It's like, what year is it? And how was this ever like celebrated? (laughs)
1: and you know isn't bridget doing really well now she got her phd and she's like married and living her best happy life
0: i think that bridget managed to like live a normal life obviously kendra went on to have like seven wee tv spinoffs and hank cheated on her and then holly had holly's world and she was married but got divorced named her daughter rainbow like just so much Mm -hmm. to unpack with these ladies at all times so i went whoa
1: i (laughs) love that whoa gwen what made you whoa this week
2: Well, whoa, Trav, whoa, I, you know, always want to be a little bit younger, but I've never wanted to be two before. And now I would like to be two because Cardi B went shopping for her two-year-old daughter, Culture, and she bought her not one, not two, but seven designer handbags, Trav, a Chanel bag. A Dior bag, a Dolce and Gabbana bag. I mean, these handbags totaled definitely thirteen thousand dollars, maybe even up to twenty k. And like, whoa! I want those handbags in my closet. Cardi was just unapologetic. You know, she was like, "I've got to, I've got to spoil my my little precious one," and she sure did.
1: I she actually dressed her up today and posted her on Instagram with one of her new purses. And you know, what? I would say she looks about 13 to 20,000 dollars of amazing, so money well spent.
2: No, totally. And you know, Cardi even Instagram, like, you know, what, what, why was I supposed to have a kid if not to like dress her up like my baby doll, you know? So I, I, I am really, I'm here for it. I'm here for the handbags oh. on the toddler.
1: I, you know, would love some lavish luxury on toddlers, whatever the age may be, if they got the cash. Well, what made me go whoa this week was Katy Perry on American Idol. And it wasn't because she was wearing, like, a gigantic popsicle dress or anything. It was that she stopped shaving her legs after she gave birth. And I thought that was just sort of really cool. And she's like, you know, I don't have time. The kid bothers me all the time. I'm in the shower. And she just kicked up her stilettos and was like, here's my hairy legs. Enjoy. You know? Everyone do their own thing. Thought it was lovely. Support you and your hairy legs, Katy Perry. You go, girl. You go. You wear those hairy legs with some stilettos. You break the norms. Okay, let us move into some of the news. Well, we have to start off with a very tense reunion that's coming up that I would love to be a fly on the wall for and hopefully our sources make it so they paint a lovely picture for us. We are talking about Prince Harry and William who are meeting before the Diana statue reveal in England in July. Harry and William will have their first face-to-face reunion this will be their first time meeting after the tell-all interview in july and william is insisting to see harry says a source before the special event but sources tell us that harry is refusing to meet up and quote won't be bossed around the insider adds if harry acts up on the day or even worse doesn't show up william will never forgive him william and harry have haven't seen each other in over a year and with so much drama having gone in between them, friends are worried that there will be a showdown when they come face-to-face at the unveiling of their mother's statue. Honestly, I'm just nervous. We've heard that the communication between them has been sparse and only over email and WhatsApp. They haven't had any face-to-face FaceTime meetings since the interview and the statue is the only topic that they have discussed, so their reunion will be chilly at best, the source says. I... Gwen, royal file, what do you think is gonna happen? If you you know, had to look in your crystal ball, how is this meeting gonna go down in July?
2: I would like to think that if there's one thing that can bring these two together, it's the memory of their mother. So I feel like this is gonna be a real come to Jesus for these two or a come to Diana, if you will. But I, I think that this might be the icebreaker that we all need. I and I think love- it's, I think Great. it's good. That it's just going to be the two of them.
1: Great theory. Sarah Huron, you look a little bit more skeptical.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I love that. I hope for that. Um, I feel as though it's going to be much, it's going to be brief in the for the public but uh, version, at least. We're going to see like a quick smile, you know, maybe a little bow your head moment of silence, quick statement, speech, looking at the statue and then back into their separate worlds, and that's going to be that and we're probably going to hear maybe if they met up before if they didn't from our sources but i don't think as the public is going to get much um and who knows i mean if they're like wearing masks and stuff we won't even be able to like get the whole body like language like us weekly body language what we do best could even be tampered with if we have masks on so i'm hoping i'm hoping for the best but with this family i have you know i've kind of given up hope if i'm being honest
1: they seem really really fractured and i'm worried about like anything going well between the brothers and harry and his father and everybody i really feel like the damage is sort of done forever Meghan Markle is going from royal doghouse to the White House. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week about the royal biographer saying that she was running, but now we have sources telling us that, yes, Meghan is angling herself for a run at the presidency. Sources tell us that Meghan is full of ambition and wants to create more good in the world, and she sees the presidency as the best way to do it. The source also tells us that she has met with Kamala Harris's people, she has gotten involved with local California politics, and already started Making relationships within the states, and that every move she's making right now is carrying her closer to the presidency. Um, Sarah, what do you think about her meeting with Kamala Harris's team and reaching out to, you know, all these businesses that she's doing to? They're mainly women and people of color and sort of setting herself up in that way.
0: I've always thought that Meghan Markle could make a difference in a lovely way, especially when she was a member of the royal family because they need it maybe a little bit more. We need it too, but you know, they really need it over there. But, and I still think she's going to be able to do so. I don't think politics are the answer. I think this is wrong and stupid. Um, But (laughs) I think she's going to make a difference no matter what she does. And I don't think that, I think that she should stick with the charity aspects and stuff because it just makes more sense. And, I don't know. Ariel didn't run for president. So
2: I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> Ariel could have run for president simply because she's a gorgeous redhead. But really, you guys, you know, I feel like Kamala Harris is a smart cookie and she would love to have Megan's help where Megan can reach people and effect change. However, like, I'm sure behind her back, Kamala is like, bitch, please! This girl <laughs> thinks that she can run for office. So, you know, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for for those meetings, but listen, come wow. on, Megs, keep it real.
1: Well, we'll see what happens because it seems that she is on that path and no one will stop her. Before we stop talking about the Royals and get into some local favorites over here, um, there was a recent poll that was done in the UK and if it was a popularity contest, William would win the crown against Charles to be crowned the Grand Ultimate Supreme or the King of the Nation. They polled all of these millennials and young people and everybody agreed fervently that they want to see Charles skipped and just go immediately to William and actually a lot of people voted for Harry even over Charles in this poll but mainly of them went for William now I know it's hard to sort of find that if if this is actually going to happen do we think that Charles might give up the crown and pass it on to William just because he's so unpopular or would he never
0: no because this has been talked about
2: for so long and I just don't think it's actually going to happen
1: you don't think he'll step aside?
2: I do. No, I think I think that he'll abdicate. I do. First of all, I don't think that he really has an interest in being the sovereign. I think that he likes to kind of work on his environmental causes and and also sort of keep a little bit more of a low profile and kind of live his life in the country with his um, you know wife who he had an affair with on Diana for many many years. But whatever, he's happy with her. They're in love. Um, I also think that maybe part of Harry and Meghan's aim with the tell-all was to, you know, in a blind item way, kind of smear Charles enough so that, you know, the the people really don't want the old way in the monarchy and they would, uh, you know, really advocate to have William and Kate step up. And quite honestly, you know, I think that, In all of the conversations, allegedly, that the Crown and the firm are having right now, they seem to be wanting to kind of shift the monarchy to be more modern. And I think that the easiest way for them to do that would just be to strongly suggest that Charles abdicate and have William and Kate take over, you know, when they do. Elizabeth's not giving up the throne anytime soon. And by the way, her mother lived to 103, so... hmm.
1: Great. I think happens. she can make it I think she can make it to one oh seven at least. She looks good. Well, he hath risen. That is Massimo hath risen. The <laughs> husband of Lori Laughlin has been brought a lovely present by the Easter bunny. He has been released from jail. Sarah Huron, what can you tell us about this fashion designer who's now on the loose? <laughs>
0: You know what? Massimo, he, an Easter miracle, as you said, was released from jail three weeks early, probably on good behavior. Um, (laughs) No, well, we know that earlier this year, Massimo was complaining and trying to get out of jail and finish his sentence in home confinement because he had been in isolation for longer than expected with some Corona stuff. And the judge shut him down pretty quickly. So I was surprised at this, but the last three weeks of his sentence, he has been released and he is serving them at home. We know his older son who is not Lloyd Laughlins has confirmed that he and his sisters, my girl Olivia Jade and Bella, picked all three of them, went over on Thursday night, stayed near the jail and picked up Massimo, brought him home. You know, all is right over in there in that mansion with the Lord, with the Laughlin Giannuli family. So we can only hope that this will, you know, be featured in Olivia Jade vlog sometime soon.
1: That's all I want is that day getting ready. Spend the day with me, grabbing my dad from jail. How we, you know overcame the odds saying at a shitty motel by the jail and how i still look great
0: did you see her tiktok that she was getting all the shit for No. no
1: i did not what did she do she
0: posted this tiktok that was like basically saying if you know she heard one time from some wise person that if i'm drowning in 30 feet water and someone is drowning in 60 feet water it doesn't mean that i'm not drowning just because they're drowning in 60 feet water and we can all you know all my suffering or my pain doesn't take away from somebody else's and vice versa. And everyone was like, homie, I don't know who you're comparing yourself to here, but like your, you know, your pain was a little different than other people's as as you recover in your brand new apartment. That's gorgeous that you just documented on your YouTube channel.
1: I definitely don't think that her pain is, you know, that rough because she's so rushed, but also because you know she was in on this and it was a conscious choice to pay five hundred thousand dollars to get both of their daughters in it was really not even something tragic that had just happened to them
0: no it was uh,
1: you know tone deaf olivia jade will hopefully always be it, it's a little part of her magic isn't it
0: it is it really is i mean i think she's back up to two million subscribers so people are hating but they're also watching so you know we're all part of the problem <laughs>
1: Lady Whistledown is here with all eyes on the Duke of Hastings' quest. Could it be that he's hastily dashed from promenading his bare bottom in our upcoming second season? But which road has our steamy bedfellow taken out of Bridgerton? My little, my little birds say the Duke has, in fact, made a haste and run away. The Duke will be shaking his royal cakes to London for a roll of bigger proportions that he is bonded to. Yes, I'm talking about Roger Jean Page. He has left Bridgerton season two, and people are pissed. He posted a photo of him on a horse. He said, this has been the ride of a lifetime. It's been an absolute pleasure to be your Duke and joining this family. Uh, he reportedly turned down 50000 per episode, and he's also reportedly in talks to be the new James Bond. Now, I sort of hate-watched Bridgerton, but I don't know if you guys liked it, and I know that he's not in the book book. book series so his storyline is sort of already played out and he would just be a secondary character but I mean that beautiful face I think was a big draw for a lot of people watching the show Gwen I know you liked it were you devastated to hear which is gone
2: devastated devastated because here's the thing it's not just his face and what he looks like the Duke of Hastings is a pivotal character you know the Duke of Hastings and Daphne's relationship is what people connected to not just that he's smoking hot we Mm -hmm. all burn for him and we burn for him in the character and quite honestly like what's the big deal homie you can't like make some cameo appearance appearances obviously the Duke of Hastings and Daphne live outside of London now and season two is all about the brother Anthony but I mean isn't he gonna make a cameo come on why so harsh.
1: I think with COVID and everything that you have to stay in a hotel for two weeks before oh, you start oh, filming. Okay,
0: Travis. Okay. <laughs> this show, literally... I know he's on other shows. He was He's in the Shondaland universe. He was on For the People, that short-lived Shonda show that I actually watched. But, I mean, come on. This show gave him so much fame so quickly. Obviously, they asked him to do some sort of shorter version because I know the show's shifting. I never finished Bridgerton. I have every intention to. It just kind of... I watched, like, five in one day and then never went back. Um, but I feel as though this it was a rash decision and he should have just gone and done the one episode or whatever they probably wanted him to that he would have gotten paid so much freaking money because this is like what he is famous for and it's like it's too soon to already be like i'm over it like that i don't like that like it rubs me the wrong way even though everyone's saying he's such a nice guy i'm sure he is but like come on give it give something to the fans
2: but is this part of the narrative like now in four weeks is there going to be a press release that he is decided to come back and he is after all going to be in an episode or two because that would like create Probably. even more fear.
0: the yeah. only reason i think no is because i feel like they would have announced this at the beginning when they announced season two because they announced season two in january and said that the shift is going to be about the brother or whatever and it was implied that everyone else was still going to be there and like weeks later we get this, that he's not coming back, which makes me think the last couple of weeks, there's been negotiations, there's been talk, there's been begging him to do it. And then he was like, no, right. He's
1: like, I'm probably going to be James Bond. And this filming is much more important. Like, good luck on your little show. The question is, should... Homegirl
0: still going to be on it, which I don't get. Phoebe's coming back, I think.
1: She's coming back. And does that mean that we would like to see Pete Davidson on the show?
0: Oh, my God. Can we talk about the <laughs> Pete Davidson of it all? You guys confirmed they're dating.
1: Yes, we did confirm. When someone becomes famous,
0: does does Pete Davidson's phone just start ringing? And it's like, oh, we got a new it, girl. It's time to be spotted with Pete. Like, (laughs) it's wild to me how this happens nonstop.
1: He is just looking on usmagazine.com. And he's just looking to see, like, hey... I see your star is rising. You want you want a little bit of this, this sad guy? You want some of this? Oh. I think he'd be a great Duke on the show. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He would be horrible. Oh, God, no, no. But he's luckily moved up in the world. He has moved out of his mother's basement. It is really exciting for us. The 27-year-old has moved out of her basement and is into his own luxury condo. He finally purchased his pad for $1.2 million just before the new year. And his condo is about 35 minutes away from his mom, so he can still be there a lot. And this is really exciting for me because I actually went through a math sort of spiraling down hole where I figured out he made how much he made per episode and how much per year and looked at on real FNL? estate in the area on SNL because mm-hmm. I thought he made only maybe like like five to fifteen thousand an episode but it's like, you know, 30 to 50 um, an episode. So I was trying to figure out how many episodes, how many he makes per year. He's making about like 300 to 500,000 a year. I was like, you can afford your own place. And it it's time to move out of your mother's apartment. So, I mean, good for him, I guess. That, you I did know- get
0: some feedback that we were too harsh on Pete Davidson um, last week when we suggested that he shouldn't be dating Phoebe. So I would just like to say that it has nothing to do with his mental health struggles. We were just commenting on his... Um, dating a lot of different people like very quickly. was more so what our point was.
1: I'm really not telling them to run because of his mental health. I'm telling them to run because of his horrible track record of picking women. I just don't think he picks the right women. Well, another pairing that, you know, might seem tumultuous for a couple of reasons. Don't call her a prostitution whore, but you can call her boyfriend by his inmate number. Luis Ruidas, Teresa Judice's new boyfriend, we just found was charged with a simple assault following a road rage incident in Allendale, New Jersey in August 2018. According to the police report, this is where it gets kind of fun, Luis got into an altercation after he stopped short to avoid hitting a squirrel. He then tried, the driver tried to pass him. So Luis gave him the finger according to the docs upon reaching the stop sign. Upon reaching the stop sign, Luis allegedly pulled in front of the other vehicle, charged at the driver's side door and a verbal argument ensued. And then the guy tried to roll up his window and then Luis stuck his hand on the side of his head, knocking his sunglasses off, grabbed the top of the window and began rocking the car back and forth um this is sort of scary sarah is this a red flag or just a jersey thing
0: Well, I was gonna say, up until the rocking of the car, this just seemed like every other Wednesday in New Jersey. Born and raised in New Jersey, I mean, the amount of times I've been flipped off while driving, and I haven't driven in years, but I was a pretty bad driver, and being flipped off was pretty standard, and you you come to expect it in the dirty Jerz. If anything, I feel like this is something Teresa probably didn't mind hearing. You know, she likes a a man who sticks up for himself. She, we know, we watched Juicy Joe. He had a temper. It's part of her type, I think. Um, I don't love the rocking of the car. That's not great. But um, I, I'm kind of rooting for Teresa and this man. I we saw them in the Bahamas. I think that was really cool that he wanted, you know, to make amends with Joe Judice and have the whole family come together and all the for the kids. He has two sons. Um, I ship it. So, you know, keep the temper in line. Maybe go to some anger management. Stop driving in New Jersey if you have to. It can be tumultuous. I get it. Um, but I'm, I, I'm just want true to be happy
1: i i do too i think this could be a situation where they're both sort of hot-headed and it could work out really really well for them but someone who like chases someone down and jumps out of the car it's sort of you when when we see photos of them and we hear him on the show it sounds like they have a really passionate relationship and this is sort of giving me a little bit of hesitation that his passion and lust for her could also turn into rage at like a you know, moment. This happened. this
0: happened to me I was, when I was driving, (laughs) leaving my SATs back in the day, (laughs) ACTs, I was driving my friend's home and it was in Kenilworth, New Jersey. And I literally, a guy, I cut someone off because I was a bad driver, like I said, and it was, I was either going to hit the person in front of me or cut off the person next to me to, you know, because I was going too fast. And this guy literally followed me down he was came up next to my car he was like screaming at me i was trying to look focused i go down a one-way street he comes down at the other way is like screaming at me i'm just like screaming bloody murder, murder. my friends in the car like he has a gun i'm like no he doesn't and then i just like <laughs> made a god away i come home i just burst into tears my mom was like how are the acts and i'm like i think someone's after me and like nothing ever happened you're and like you're, New you're- Jersey.
1: You're like, hi. You're gonna need. You're gonna need to pay some money because my ACT stores aren't great. Call Rick Singer. <laughs> I
0: was like, I think he got my license plate number. Like, can I go to jail? Like, I was freaking <laughs> out. But that's that's New Jersey, and I. Okay. This is, it's, yeah. So no, Don't get okay, that alarmed.
1: That's very helpful. That this is sort of something that happens. <laughs> Last year, she sh- she said she was wearing a ring, but she wasn't going to be no missus. This songbird has changed her tune. Sources tell us that Ariana Grande will be getting married, and very soon she will be getting married the weekend of Memorial Day, and she is looking at Santa Barbara for her possible wedding locations, but she's looking at a few different cities in California, but it'll happen really early on in the year. She is marrying her realtor, love, Dalton Gomez. They seem really happy. I'm I'm happy that this wedding is moving up because he seems like a really good choice for her. Do we agree? Are we happy? Can we not wait for the photos like me?
2: I'm desperately awaiting with bated breath. I can't wait to see her wedding gowns because I'm sure there's going to be more than one wardrobe change. I just hope that this wedding happens, you guys. You know, I mean, track record, not great. So let's see until it happens. Uh, we'll see.
0: I agree. I know nothing about this relationship, which is probably a good thing because yeah, it is usually thing. when celebrities keep it on the DL, that means there's, you know, they are protecting themselves. They, There's a lot of love there. They, my only worry is this seems like a mostly quarantine relationship, so I don't know if they've had enough time out in the real world yet to see if it's going to work. But I'm, I'm always rooting for Ari. I think she's really cute with this guy. But Gwen, I have a very important question. Does she go ponytail or no ponytail on the wedding day?
2: I have a feeling there's going to be some changes with the wardrobe. Like, I am just going to go out on a limb and predict that with her gown, her hair is going to be completely up in a very, like, chic updo. And Mm. then for the wedding party, when she changes into, like, an amazing mini, she's going to do the the classic. Pop it on. Genie ponytail. Pop that shiz right on. Yes.
1: Ooh, I like Gwen. That was a good, like fortune telling, a stylish updo for her gown. Absolutely. It's still pulled back. Will she finally trim the hairs on the back of her neck since her hair is always up? That is my hairstylist and my biggest issue. That if your hair is always in a ponytail, I don't understand.
2: But I don't think that her hair is always in a ponytail. Her actual real hair, you guys, is like a bob. It's like a lob it's like a lob lob. really but when she performs she puts on that pony and you don't have a feeling that the updo whatever chic chignon she does that's going to be some uh, additional hair as well but she has the best team behind her i'm sure that chris Chris applegate will be doing her hair for her wedding so let's see what happens i hope it happens if anything just give us the glam
1: Give us the glam. And we heard it's going to be a small and intimate ceremony. Not a lot of people. Hashtag COVID. Happy for her. Happy for Dalton Gomez. And you know, he. happy for he- this man happy for this man well i actually knew him he was friends with miley cyrus for a while during her bangers age when she was friends with her her best friend cheyenne who was the starbucks worker who she sort of took on dalton gomez was sort of one of those guys that was friends with miley so he's been a little bit in the celebrity scene i think that's probably how he and ariana met Mm -hmm. Um, maybe
0: miley will marry them that would be um you know very chill (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. It would be amazing. And we already know Miley's always trying to sleep with Ariana. So that might be a little strange. Jen Shaw, the lady we cannot stop talking about. Sarah Huron, she is still possibly going to be filming for Bravo. I know you and I are hoping, playing, wishing to whatever powers that may be that we get to see her on cameras more this season. Tell us what's up.
0: I was on Genshaw's um call on Friday with the judge, um, me and probably like 300 people that didn't need to be there on mute this time after the Wednesday hearing it was such a disaster. This time when you called in it automatically put you on mute, Good to note. Um, right. She pleaded not guilty to all charges against her. She is reposting pretty nonstop on Instagram her su- quote unquote supporters with these free gen shirts um, saying that the truth will come out and that there are lies about her and thinking her Shaw squad. And it's wild to me that there are this many people she can repost. Something tells me once they saw the repost, they just jumped on the bandwagon to get a repost. But whatever. Yeah. You know, innocent until proven guilty in America. Um, but yeah, sources have told us that Bravo has no plans to shy away from this. Legally, everything always—you know—it's—it's it's interesting. But Bravo doesn't usually—they will bleep something out, but they will still tackle it in some way. We think back to Adrian Malouf threatening to sue when Brandy mentioned she used a surrogate. They still talked about it. They just bleeped it. More recently, Madison Lacroix bringing up A Rod at the reunion, or Craig bring her up. They bleeped his name but they talked about the married xmlb player this it's like we know certain things about it so sources are telling us that they're not shying away from it they're going to show as much as they legally can and jen wants to be on the show she's not running away she, she
1: does which god is god bless her for it
0: god bless her for it True but like housewife. what a
1: moron <laughs> I know, and she is out on one million dollar bond, and legal experts tell us that she is presumably free to be on the show. Um, and that Bravo executives do see this as a huge chance because they really love the reality and will get it all. So we I just when will season two come out? We do not know. I am very excited for all of this to go down. Cannot what? Wait what did you think dialing in what her chances are with a judge like when i went to teresa judice's hearing it was very clear to me that the judge was anti-teresa and i knew she was going to jail from like the first opening monologue whatever they call it in there.
0: monologue yeah absolutely (laughs) similar vibes just like laurie and mossy the judge was pretty disgusted with jen um they don't take kindly to reality stars or famous people taking advantage of the system or taking advantage of people the thing that was also really interesting about the Jen hearing though is we learned that she doesn't own her house which was kind oh, of implied we I learned know. that she doesn't really own anything so there's so many I feel like we're going to learn more her finances like more is going to come out like they're going to be trying to collect money from her and probably discover this is even more of a facade than we thought um so that's gonna be interesting and one of the best parts was Jen I feel like Jen Shaw's lawyers didn't even know what was going on they called the Real House of Salt Lake City a news show it was it was wild it was like <laughs> oh my god this, this news show I... the new uh, the housewives and the judge was like what else do we have an eyelash business like it was a wild ride like ever and then no one was like hearing each other they're all contradicting each other the government was like no we said this it was like kind of a hot mess so i have a feeling that this is going to end in jail
2: time and in a lot more revelations Oh my god! doesn't bravo do vetting of their cat like when they're casting i mean it's kind of amazing
1: I think a criminal enterprise is like a check in the plus column for a housewife. Be <laughs> like, do they have something sinister going on behind the scenes? Absolutely, we would like to take that. Yes, yeah, Your you. money seems shady. Please welcome to our yeah. show if
0: you pres- i feel like probably in their casting tapes they like sh- show off their money and certain people like you have a camille Grammer like you know she has real money like she's kelsey Grammer's was then wife but then you have other people where it's like wait how do you get this but that's part of the fun and then for this it was always sketchy from the beginning but then you have like an erica jane situation where it's like none of us in my opinion would have ever assumed that tom girardi was like up to this sketchy situation no. so that was a surprise the gen thing i almost feel like they had to know something was up when they cast her because it was so sketchy even from a viewer's point of view of what her business this was
1: i'd also love to see jen shaw coming in and be like lily i can't talk about that legally i can't talk about that she's <laughs> like i'm never wrong you can't speak about this Well, instead of celebrity birthday boxing match this year, this year, instead of a celebrity birthday boxing match this week, we are going to be dashing in to the Kardashians. Stop the presses. A photo of Khloe Kardashian without Facetune or Photoshop has hit the interwebs and she is not happy. Gwen Flamberg, tell us why this scandal is just getting bigger and bigger every moment.
2: I mean reality bites am i right when you try to get the world to think that you look like an actual barbie doll come to life and then oops an assistant posts a picture that's actually what you really look like you go a little crazy what i think is really sad about this is that the family is blaming this assistant for like oops leaking this photo how about you're constantly hanging out in a bikini around cameras simply to like photoshop the bejesus out of your pictures so i think that that's really sad and it really all culminated when last night chloe took to instagram and went live you guys for any of her how many millions of followers does i was she have, a witness sarah, sarah um, watched this live i watched, it I, watched well. it
0: I was screenshotting left and right we had ariana grande playing we had kim we had chloe just picking up her her uh Uh, sweatpants and sweatshirt like stripping it was a it was a wild 30 seconds
2: so she went live to dance around showing off her body to try to prove to her millions of followers that she actually does have a great body i mean like you know the original photo everybody doesn't necessarily look amazing in a bikini photo. It depends on the angle. But it depends Chloe looks great time in the photo. Of oh, right. she has, an, she has an incredible body. Also, she has a beautiful color hair and a beautiful face, which is not the color hair or the facial structure that you normally see in her photos. So you know I think that her
0: face looks like she looks like back in the day like old school. And they show the like throwback videos on the Kardashians. Like it looks her face looks beautiful. Her yeah she doesn't look tan other than that she looks ridiculous. It makes me so sad that this is the photo that
2: can't be seen. She actually looks incredibly beautiful. And then what really bothered me is that after she went live for the people, she then posted to her Instagram account, main feed, just in case onto the grid, in case if you weren't one of the lucky few who happened to catch the live like you were, Sarah, <laughs> she posted with the lead photo being this like nearly nude photo of herself wearing just a nude color thong, obviously skims, but like. It's semi-pornographic. You don't need to show all of your followers who live and breathe by every single thing that you do, that the solution is to is to pose practically naked. Yeah. To prove the point of what your body looks like. Like be proud of who
0: you are. And she jumped up and down, like to try to show that she doesn't. I'm not have fat. jiggling. I guess, oh. yeah. And like I do, part of me gets it, like Chloe i chloe was always my favorite chloe was an mm-hmm. icon right i read strong looks better naked i was so proud of her revenge body like but i loved her before too and she was always gorgeous and if she like yeah. gave people hope but then also like yeah. respect like she did get in shape she did do the work i'm sure there were surgeries involved whatever it's Hollywood, but I do believe she it does work out, eats healthy and whatever. But then for this photo, for her to still look great in the photo, it to cause such a stir to be so upsetting to the family that it got out is just really uncool because it's a great photo. It, that's the problem here.
2: Absolutely. It's an incredible photo. And I just feel like I agree with you, Sarah, that Chloe was always my favorite because she was the one that was like a little bit less guarded manufactured she had the personality she was the most vulnerable even on the show she was the most vulnerable but also like seemed to be the one who was the most secure and the one who exhibited the most self love and yeah. for her to go to these lengths now just yeah. makes me feel like she's super insecure and it just sets a terrible tone for those millions of followers who you know just want to be her
1: It really sets a terrible tone because her body looked amazing in that picture. She would just, Sarah, you're right. She just wasn't tan. That was the only thing. It was taken from maybe not the best angle in the whole world that you wouldn't post to the grid, but she looked fine. She had like striations in her abs. And for anyone that doesn't have that, and Chloe's, you know, hiring lawyers and her PR teams to try to get this erased from the internet is really like unvalidating other people's bodies. And then with her live yesterday, as you know, a spray tan magician that I am, I can see that those colors around her abs are like four shades darker than her body. And she painted those on with tan and body makeup before she went live. And it's just, it's really hard to see her do this. I want her to love herself more. Well, you know,
2: all those tricks, Trav, don't you? With body tanning. But you know, here's another, here's another point that I thought of is that Nobody knows how this game works better than the Kardashians. Right. And everybody knows that the way to like draw attention to something that you don't want up is to demand to pull it down. So I feel like this is a little bit more manufactured maybe than we want to believe. And that's also like why I, I I just want to understand why, because I think that it sheds a negative light. Yeah. If it was manufactured, though, wouldn't the response be, how
0: dare you guys suggest that that photo, like, yeah, that photo was leaked out her permission and that's a whole other issue. But like, how dare you guys suggest that there's anything wrong with that photo when most people aren't, but anyone who right. is like, that would have been the narrative to present this narrative is like, she's actually right. like to, trying to deny that that photo exists because she's saying that she's allowed to present whatever narrative she wants on social media, which is true. We all use filters, FaceTune, Photoshop, whatever. Right. And it's good to be open about that, which she is. But all she had to say was, this is what I really look like. Of course, we all love a little filter every now and then, but I'm proud of my body and whatever. But instead, it was like, "How dare you look at this photo of me without a filter?" Like, "Oh my god, Chloe, I was rooting for you."
1: Yes, right? 100% we were all, all it makes rooting me really for you. Sad it does make me really sad it also like i think translates to in a weird way like when i was shirtless in front of the mirror i was like wait do i look like crap now because i'm not spray tanned and like in a dark room with like my thong hanging out i think it really has bad yeah. reverberating effect effects I'm, as a pale fam. bitch
0: i mean <laughs> yeah. throw me a loop Clo. throw me a bone
1: <laughs> seriously well Hopefully this is some come to Jesus moment for Chloe because we have all talked about on this podcast how her Facetune has gotten, let's say, a little bit extreme. And we love Chloe. No matter what you look like, you do not have to be a sex bomb to be valuable to us. You are enough to pale or tan, you know. So we'll see how this story develops. I'm sure this is not the last time we'll be talking about it because the Kardashians' images are their bread and butter. Well, thank you to my host who you look great. You look great during this time of time. You both look really nice. Sarah and Gwen for helping me spill this piping hot celebrity this week. This is Travis Crown on Hot Hollywood with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion fame of your favorite celebrities. Do not forget to like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend, tell a relative. You can see people now. Say, you know who's great? Those Hot Hollywoods. All those right. Crazy and, and those crazy kids on Hot Hollywood. They're always giving me the fun takes the news i need and you know don't forget celebrities they're just like us thank you guys we'll see you next week